It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Made it to a Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody. John Spears in studio. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. Tony Burke here on Wednesday with me. Hello, Tony. Hello, John. Ed will be here tomorrow because it is Pick the Games Week. We're going to go through the four schedules, Indiana, Purdue, Kentucky, Louisville, and we are going to tell you who's going to win every game. Now, I'm going to be right most of the time. Tony going to be right most of the time. Ed tomorrow, Mm. he doesn't have a clue. He doesn't even know the name of some of these schools Purdue and Kentucky are playing. Louisville Ed will be in studio tomorrow to give us his picks. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in, give me tell us where we're wrong, because we will be wrong. It's college football. If I was going to be right every time, I wouldn't be living, I'd be living in a new house by the end of the season. Yeah, you'd be at uh, you'd be down the street with a gambling and at the boat both. In I, I'd day. be doing both every day and then going to my palatial mansion on the river. But we get some wrong. So Give us a call, Eminem Cartage Hotline, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, summer cash bash going on at Thornton's all summer long. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Wars member wins $10,000. That happens all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the summer cash bash icon. That's it. You're entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That is Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313 and hit me up. Tell me where Tony and I are wrong on the M- on the uh, Thornton's t- text line. Easy for me to say. 502-414-1450. So it's college football day. We're not going to get to anything else. I know Patrick Reed is suing the PGA Tour. No, he's suing... The Golf Channel, not the PGA Tour, he's suing the Golf Channel and Brandel Chambly in particular for smearing his name, defamation of character here. Uh, you got to have character to have some defamation of character, but whatever. He is one of the live golfers that uh, he's getting a lot of grief from, he's getting a lot of grief from, uh, uh, um, there I am, there I am, thank you, Jim. I can't hear myself. And you know, Tony. Sorry about that. You like to hear yourself. Tony, you know there's nothing I love better than to hear myself talk. (laughs) (laughs) But Patrick Reed is suing because, uh, well, he's a cheater. He cheated in the bunker. Brando Chambly, to be fair, has been all over him for the last few years. And now the Live Golf Tour, him going there, Chambly has jumped on that. No chance to win this, right? This is kind of like the live golfers that tried to play in the FedEx playoff. It's just someone's opinion. It's on television. So I, I cannot imagine that working. But you know what? People have won cases that were, uh, you know, McDonald's getting burnt. You know, there's all kinds of things. John. You never know, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that coffee was too hot. hot. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Serena Williams lost yesterday in Cincinnati at the Western Southern Open first round. That's the second consecutive tournament that she's lost in the first round after announcing that the U.S. Open would be her final tournament as she wants to have more children. And basically, you have to be all in or all out if you're playing tennis. And she's going to be all out at the end of the U.S. Open. Not playing well right now. 
Well, I mean, but the U.S. Open's a different animal. It is, and she, I think she'll play well. But you made a great comment listening. You didn't know how old she really was, and that's just amazing. She's done what it's she's done. It's unbelievable. And and Father Time catches up to you sooner or later. It, tennis players, a, whether it's male or female, tennis players' life expectancy is about late 20s. Yeah, no more than that. So the fact that she's doing it at her age still at a competitive nature is incredible. All right, quick baseball notes. The Yankees lost again. They've lost 11 of 13. They are 8 and 17 since the All-Star break. Tampa Bay beat them 3 to 1. How do we fix the Yankees? Can I say one thing? Yankees lose. I the just Yankees lose. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, John, the, the Yankees right now, oh, Big, they can't score. Yeah, and that's what they should be doing best. And when they can't put runs up, and there's a lot of good teams in that division, and they're they're still ahead of them on. But yeah, they're still got a nine and a half game. Yeah, game. but it just kind of brought them back to reality. But uh, I've said this for months, Tony. You keep them from hitting home runs. That's it. Just yep. keep them in the yep. ballpark, and you got a legitimate shot to beat them because they're going to strike out, they're going to take walks, they're going to hit homers. If you can score a few runs and keep them from hitting homers, there's there's the recipe to beat them. Uh, the B- Baltimore Orioles are an interesting case. They've won their second straight in Toronto. They are now within a half game of the Blue Jays for the last wild card spot. Um, and they've beaten the Blue Jays in Toronto. I guess what's wrong with the Blue Jays? And is Baltimore for real? I think so. They've proven all year long that they have done a nice job of building that organization back up and – Hopefully, if you're a Baltimore Orioles fan, that's going to you know keep going over the years. But that that's one of the biggest turnarounds that we've seen in a while. National League, the Braves beat the Mets five nothing last night. The Braves have outscored the first place Mets eighteen to one in the first two games of this four game set to uh, get within three and a half games of the Mets. But, but Scherzer today, Degrom, Degrom tomorrow in games three and four of that series. Braves catch the Mets? Question mark. I mean, there's always a possibility because the Braves are good, but I say no because I mean, that uh, one-two Scherzer, punch is incredible. De- Degrom after that first game has been un- unhittable yeah. almost. So, and that's a guy that's getting healthier and healthier. So we'll see. But I, I, I picked the Mets. I'm staying with the Mets. St. Louis still leads the uh, NL Central after they beat Colorado five-four. Milwaukee beat the, the Dodgers five-four in eleven innings. So a two-game lead for St. Louis. Cardinals, Milwaukee. By the way, Milwaukee is close to not being in a wild card right now. So that division winner may be the only one to get in the playoffs. Which one's it going to be? Who was my choice? St. Louis or Milwaukee? Who gets I, 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 I like St. Louis the whole time. I, 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 Jordan Montgomery will pitch tonight. He's He's been great in his first two starts, the former Yankee, with St. Louis. And when they're at home, man, they are tough. What are the Cardinals did it last year, didn't they? They got hot late. Now they're getting hot again. They got pitching. So Pujols hit out. two homers Sunday. Well, He's got six eighty nine now. You better check the water. Fountain of Louis. youth. Yep. Uh, also, uh, speaking of the Dodgers, I, I teased this yesterday. Walker Bueller yeah. will not be back this year. Elbow surgery. He's out for the rest of the season. You can't name other than Clayton Kershaw. It is hard to name the starting pitchers for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Because they're Tony Gonsolin, Jose Arias. And I, pitchers, I can only name these because I looked it up. There's a kid named Anderson who's leading the league in ERA or close to the top in ERA. You don't know who these guys are, but the Dodgers are 80 and 35. I think they're going to be okay. They're definitely going to be all right. And uh, those two guys you named, and 
are, are good pitchers. All, all three of those guys, you name. But what, losing Walker Bueller is huge because you never know about Kershaw. Kershaw's been hurt over the last years, and you got to keep him healthy. But the Dodgers are – they're the Dodgers. Mary, American League Central, the Cleveland Guardians, Guardians, still hard for me to say, have a one-game lead now over Minnesota and the White Sox. White Sox have beaten Houston two in a row. That's impressive. The Twins won last night. The Guardians lost. So it's uh, three teams – Within one game in the Central, if Tony, if he had a hundred bucks, I said you got to put it on one of them to win the Central. Who are you going with? I'm still going to go with the team I picked to start the season, the White Sox. And I picked Minnesota, so I guess I'd be hypocritical if I didn't stick with Minnesota. So that's our baseball news. By the way, Reds play 12:35 businessman special today against Philadelphia. I said they weren't going to lose a hundred. Uh, the Reds are struggling right now. Again, you want to talk about starting pitching? Yeah. Castillo gone. Maley gone. They got a bunch of guys they're bringing up from Louisville to start games all of a sudden. Graham Ashcraft's the only guy that's been consistent. Um, Nick Lodolo goes today for the Reds against one of my favorite names in baseball, Ranger Suarez for the Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies are battling. For, they won again last night, 11-4 over the Reds. The Phillies are battling for one of those wild card spots, and they're, that's a good team all of a sudden. And they're going to get Bryce Harper back at some point. Yeah, they they – Brought it. They they brought it here lately, and uh, it's still going to be a tough thing. You know, San Diego's struggling a little bit right now. You got Milwaukee. They're all going to just throw them in a hat, I think, when it comes down to it. But John, the one thing I wanted to bring up was the one thing that's never happened in professional baseball: the one-game suspension of Castro for the Pirates for a cell phone coming out of his pocket. If you didn't see it, it was incredible footage. He slides headfirst into third. The phone just slides out of his back pocket, lands on the ground. He's safe. He kind of stands up. The third base coach looks at it. The umpire looks at it and points, points at, it at it and says, uh, I'm basically, it's like me and you on the street. Uh, hey, dude, you drop your phone. Uh, one game suspension. Now, MLB has determined that the phone was not in use at any time during the game that was being played. This is a rookie, Tony. Yeah, it was his first game, wasn't he it? He probably took it out there. First game, took some pictures of the field, slid it in his back pocket, and, went and forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Uh, does this warrant a one-game suspension? No, not in my book, but it's just, uh, I think, something to throw out there. Don't <laughs> do this. Anybody do this again. Uh, keep your phone in your locker. There you go. It's, it's really a simple uh, procedure. All right. Uh, who you want to start with? We got Louisville, Kentucky, Indiana, and Purdue. We're going to go through each game one at a time. I'm going to tell you who's going to win. Tony's going to tell you who's going to win. Well, and at the end of the day, and well, at the end of the year, uh, steak dinner on it here. We'll we'll throw it in the mix too tomorrow. Let's start with Purdue, John. All right, why not? Purdue Boilermakers. They are the first of the four teams that are actually going to play a game. Uh, that'll be September first, a Thursday night at home against Penn State. So you want to start with them? I'm going to let you start with who wins the Purdue Penn State game. Well, it's one I believe we're going to be at, and we I will you, be there. Yeah, I, I tell you what, we're hoping to be Thursday there. night to open the season in West Lafayette. I'm going with that. Consider an upset. I'm taking Purdue in that game. Penn I think State, everybody's by the way, picking Penn State. Is a three-point favorite. I figured they game. would be on the road. It's eight o'clock on a Thursday night on Fox Television. So a national television audience. Um, I guess all games are nationally televised now. No matter if they're on FS1, ESPN, whatever. But this is uh, one of the big networks on Fox. 
Look, I'm going to be pulling for Purdue, no doubt about that, but I think that's a loss for the Boilermakers. Penn State, I'm going to go – I'm look, it's a three-point spread. I'm going to go with tradition. Obviously, anybody can win this game, but you're going to go with the Boilermakers. Right? I'm going with the upset to start the season with the Boilermakers. I just have a feeling, and I think Purdue's going to be pretty good this year. Penn State's looking to rebound, but I, I just for some reason like that. I like that Purdue team. They'll have a couple extra days off before they return home on uh, September 10th to take on the Indiana State Sycamores. No problem there, right? No, no problem there. I won't have a spread on the rest of these (laughs) Purdue games, but uh, we've only got the spread for the first game. No problem for the Sycamores? No, it will be no problem. All right, then an interesting game at Syracuse. Two weeks after the Cardinals go to Syracuse, the Boilermakers go there, a noon game on ESPN2, well, you got to go up northeast. It's a nooner. Um, you know, we're just waking up here. And the uh, Syracuse Orange, who are, by the way, over under four wins this season, that kind of makes me lean toward Purdue. Yeah, I'm going to take Purdue. It'd be one of those games where Purdue probably struggles, but uh, I think they'll win at Syracuse. By the way, before we go any further, Purdue's over under on the season total of wins is seven. Okay. So you I've got them. You them got three. them three and zero right. Three and zero to start the season, Coach Brown. And you're going to have them four and zero because now home date with Florida Atlantic. Yes, sir. Pretty so that's uh, I got them three and one. You got them four and zero. Now you get into Big Ten play or more Big Ten play, I, I should say, when they take on the Minnesota Gophers. That's slated for noon on Saturday, the first uh, of October, at Minnesota. Coach Fleck rowing the boat there. Uh, any idea on Minnesota here? I'm gonna take. I'm actually gonna take Minnesota in that game. Uh, it's at Minnesota, another nooner, and it. You're looking. There's gonna be a loss in there somewhere, and I'm. And we've seen this. them play Minnesota when they should have won and lost. Yeah, uh, we, we saw a good Minnesota team. We did. We saw a real good Minnesota team. This team is not going to be nearly as good, but uh, I'm gonna say that's a loss also. Then they go to Maryland, an improved Maryland team, and uh, that's uh, October eighth to be announced. Time. Yeah, all, all the times are to be announced now. Maryland over under, by the way, is six. I'm going to go with Maryland in this one, John. Minnesota's was seven and a half, by the way. I'm going to go with – I think Maryland will have a pretty good year. They might be one of those sleeper So back-to-back teams. road back-to-back losses. Back-to-back losses after winning their, their first uh, four. I'm going to pick up uh, Jeff Brown being angry here and uh, after the Minnesota loss and refocusing his team and getting one of the very few road wins that I see for this Purdue team. Um, a win at Maryland. So we we got them with the same record. We got we just got them beating different teams here. Nebraska at home. Um, the Corn Huskers are not Tom Osborne's Corn Huskers, but they're over or under seven and a half. Dang, their schedule must be easy so this year. Yeah, because they've they've been struggling. That's part of it because Purdue is on this different side of the of the uh, conference as far as division wise as Indiana, and Purdue's on the easier side. Much easier, and, and it includes side. Nebraska. Yes, and I have Purdue winning that game. Definitely. Yeah, I got Purdue at home against Nebraska there to get uh, – we both have them getting their fifth win there. Uh, then you go to Wisconsin, a ranked team. Uh, the Badgers, always tough at home, Tony. Badgers. Uh, Purdue has trouble over the years stopping the run unless they've gotten a lot better. Wisconsin will win that ball game. What do you think the over-under for Wisconsin is? In this? Uh, eight and a half. Nine. But you're right on it. Yeah. Uh, then you got a bye week on the 29th of October. We go into November, f- and uh, it is Iowa 
at home, a ranked Iowa Hawkeye team. This is this is going to be a tough challenge. It's going to be. A t- I think Purdue went to Iowa and won last year. And Purdue does get a week off, like you said, in between. So after playing Wisconsin, they get to come home and play Iowa in a close game. But I'm going to say I'm going to take Iowa, John. Oh, I hate to do it too. I, do too. I hate to agree with you. Iowa, it's a little bit of a revenge game from last year. I do like Purdue coming off a of bye and playing at home. But I think Iowa squeaks this one out. They are seven and a half in the over/under, so they're expected to have a decent year. Again, a ranked team in both the coaches' poll and the AP poll here. Uh, I don't. I hate doing this. Now they go to Illinois. No offense to Jim Lewis here, but uh, the I Illini over/under. <laughs> <laughs> the Illini over/under, not good. What's it like? Four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. I got Purdue here. I got Purdue. Well, that's simple. Northwestern at home, final home game for the Boilermakers this year. That is uh, November 19th against the Northwestern Wildcats. Well, Northwestern's a tough team to play usually late in the year, and they uh, they seem to improve every year. But I'm going to take Purdue again at home. As I look at the over-under for Northwestern and I see three and a half, Ooh. I'm going to take Purdue. Bada-bing, bada-boom with on that, that one. one. Yep. And now the rivalry game for the, uh, is it the old Oaken Bucket uh, at Indiana November 26th. Indiana's uh, over-under is four, and I got them four and oh. So, they got to lose some games. I'm taking Purdue here on the road, even though, as as uh, Lee Corso used to say, closer than you might think. I'm going to agree 100% with the Lee Corso and picking Purdue in that football game. That's so, you got the Boilermakers eight and four. four. I think I have them the same. Um, over-under wins is seven. I think we need to run over to the uh, – the, uh, Betting partner. Well, the advantage is you were talking about conference. Uh, the uh, what's out of the conference? Yes. Uh, divisional wise, they're in, and they do not play Ohio State or Michigan or Michigan State. So that's pretty much that's that's a pretty good schedule when yeah. you're going into. Purdue, it. You got to win this year. Purdue's out of uh, division teams are Penn State, Indiana, and Maryland. That's pretty good. You don't get Michigan. You don't get Michigan State. You don't get Ohio State. So that's a bonus. That's a big advantage. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. We'll uh, do Indiana Hoosier football. We'll finish with Louisville and Kentucky later in the hour. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports. Presented about Eminem Carter. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke has joined me. Ed Peak will be in studio tomorrow. And uh, we're all going to pick our winners. We both have Purdue 8 and 4. Eminem Cartage Highline is open 502 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384 1450. Tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. Of course, if you tell us where we're wrong, we'll just cut you off. Yeah. The uh, Thornton's text line open as well 502. 502- 414-1450. If you can text us our mistakes as well at 502-414-1450. Bats beat Omaha, the Storm Chasers, last night, 11-3. They're back in action tonight, 635 first pitch, 605 pregame right here on the Big X. Nick Kerr and Jim Kelch will bring you all the action from Slugger Field. So we both have Purdue 8-4. and four. Let's, uh, let's go on 
down the road, down uh, I-65 here, and stop in Bloomington to see what we got for the Indiana Hoosiers. Now, Indiana's over-under, and I just rechecked it again this morning, is four. That is not a number Tom Allen wants to see, Tony, because this program was going in a positive direction, and for the last two years, I'm going to say, it's going the other way, and Vegas doesn't believe in these Hoosiers. Yeah, they don't build buildings out there by losing, do they? So, uh, <laughs> they don't. And a lot of lights out there. We were just out there last year. But, yeah, four is not a good number when you're going into the season when Vegas is telling you that you're over and under. The beauty of it is you got a, a favorable early schedule here. If you can win some games early, maybe you can get some momentum. First game of the year, it's a Friday night, September 2nd, in Bloomington, a conference game against Illinois. Now, Illinois is four and a half. Indiana's four. I say you pick one of the teams. Whoever you think is going to win this game and bet the over, over on them for the season because this is one that maybe they Vegas didn't think either team was going to win. Indiana is a five-point favorite at home as we speak. Who you got? That means we're going to bet on Indiana to win more than four, a, four games, I <laughs> yeah. guess, because huh? I'm, I'm taking Indiana at home on uh, Friday night. Yeah, I got IU here. I just think home opener – Hopefully, it's first of all, it's a Friday night. Hopefully, the students are going to show up and show out, and the fans will fill uh, Memorial Stadium, and and you get a you get a loud crowd and, and a, just a positive first game. Because Tony, if the Hoosiers lose this game, Mm-mm. it could get ugly in Bloomington. Am I wrong about that? No, I don't, I don't think at all, John. I, I've looked at their schedule, and they're in the other side of that divisional race that Purdue with, is with Ohio in, State, with got, Penn State, they got all the big boys. <laughs> Uh, all right, Idaho the next week. Uh, the Vandals come to town. No problem. They Indiana's had no problem. This is not the first time they played Idaho. According to this, uh, tickets are as low as nine dollars for that game. So We're I'm, there. I'm going with I'm going with Indiana. September 10th. Let's see. Well, Louisville's on the road. Kentucky's on the road. Uh, Indiana's playing. Uh, Purdue's playing Indiana State. Yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll be there. Why not? I know why not. Uh, Western Kentucky. This one's interesting because the toppers are supposed to just reload. Remember, Bailey Zappi is gone now. He is a New York uh, – is he a Jet? I think he's a Jet. He's a J-E-T. J-E-T. Jet, 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 jet. So, WKU is expected to win their conference. They're expected to win Conference USA. They've got to travel to Hawaii. They've got to travel to Auburn. Uh, they got a tough opener as well. But – September 17th, they go to Bloomington. This is a revenge game for the Hoosiers, by the way. Well, I think Indiana's going to win because it's a game they have to win. It's a noon game. and uh, On man, the Big Ten Network? They've got to win that game. Yeah, I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that as well um, because what if they do lose to Illinois? It's, that would make it even more of a must win. But in this season of, uh, of questions for Indiana, not expected to win a lot of games, if you want to keep this fan base engaged and you don't want the seat to get hot for Tom Allen, you got to beat Western. You can't lose to him two years in a row. Uh, at Cincinnati, Cincinnati's lost some talent. Desmond Ritter, of course, was with the Atlanta Falcons now. You've lost your two best defensive backs who were fantastic last year. Kobe Bryant. To the, uh, to the draft. But it's still a Cincinnati team in the American Conference that is ranked in the top 25 of both polls. They're still expected to contend for uh, the title in their in their conference with Houston. And this game is your first road game for Indiana. Where are you going here? I'm going to go with the Bearcats at home, John. I think there's a good vibe up there. It's going to be tough for Indiana. But if Indiana can go near 3-0, and 
At least they would be three and one. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go dumb here. I'm gonna go dumb. I, I don't like it, but I'm gonna take Indiana here. Uh, again, I can understand it. This is another revenge game. Cincinnati went into Bloomington and took care of business last year. Uh, and again, I think it's the tough part is it's your first road game for Indiana. But I think the good part is you still got that in the back of your mind. Hey, they beat us. They took us uh, behind the woodshed at our own place. We and if you have momentum. This is a perfect time for a get back, uh, get back win. Now it gets tough. First uh, or second conference game on October first, you travel to Nebraska to take on the Cornhuskers, who, as I mentioned, seven and a half is their over under. That's that's a tough task here uh, if you're Indiana. Not if you're some Big Ten teams, but if you're Indiana, this is a tough task. Well, I originally had the Hoosiers in this game, but the more I thought about it on the road with a team that's just that the Vegas is, thinks is going to win at least seven. Nebraska is going to be better. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nebraska because it's a road game. Do we even need to talk about the October 8th game? Nope. All right. Michigan. I got an L. I'm going to guess you got an L here for the Hoosiers. Yes. Uh, as uh, Jim Harbaugh brings his team um, at, at home. Uh, don't bring them to Bloomington. It is in Another Bloomington. Another noon game. Yeah. Michigan's <laughs> Michigan's going to contend, I think, to for uh, the Big Ten title this year with the Buckeyes. I mean, I, the Michigan, they're ranked eighth in the preseason, one of the polls. I know Sports Illustrated has them even higher. They got them in the top five. So uh, this is a tough, tough task. Maryland at home. This is a uh, again an improved Maryland team on October fifteenth. But as I look at the schedule, Tony, this might be the last chance for a win for Indiana. Mm, it's do tough. they win it? And I, I gosh, I, I'm going to take Indiana, but I like Maryland. Boy, that makes sense, doesn't it? No, but I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Maryland in this game. At this point, you've just gotten probably your brains beat in by Michigan. You're Good crawling point. into this game. Uh, yes, you're at home, and again, one of the, probably one of the last chances you have at a, at a signature win. Um, but I got to I got to go with Maryland. I think Michigan's going to take a lot of the life out of Indiana. Now you got to go on the road and travel to New Jersey, where nobody wants to go, and take on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Another noon game. Wow, they play a lot of new now, games. Now, Rutgers over and under, Tony, is four, same as Indiana. I'm going to take Indiana in this game. I think a two-game winning streak beating Maryland and then going on the road at Rutgers is going to be the end of the road. I'm going to listen to <laughs> Vegas and say Indiana might not win more than four games. I'm going to take Rutgers at home here. Uh, Gavin Wimsett has a good chance of being the quarterback, guy that we saw last year playing for Owensboro, Tony. So, uh uh, I, I just like Rutgers here at home against Indiana. I don't like Indiana on the road at all, but I am picking them in Cincinnati, so call me stupid. 29th, stupid. October 29th is a bye. My, my grandson would say that's a bad word, and he's probably right. November 5th, Penn State comes to Bloomington. Boy, I tell you, if you're a season ticket holder, you get you do get to see Michigan and Penn State and Purdue, so, I mean, that's there's something there. Uh, any chance against Penn State? I'll take Penn State. Yeah, I think we'll all take Penn State in, uh, in that one. Uh, <laughs> at the Buckeyes. The, by the way. You can skip that one real Ohio quick. State's over-under? 11. 11. Yeah, that's so, a loss. That's a loss. Uh, at Michigan State. Now, Michigan State may be a little bit down. Seven and a half is their over-under. Uh, I'm going to guess that's their home finale for Sparty. That's not where you want to be if you're the Hoosier. No, not on November 19th. So, I'm going to take the Spartans, too. And finally, Purdue. We've already picked this game. We both have uh, Purdue. Purdue winning this game. So, look at there. I got the Hoosiers 4-8, and, and you got the Hoosiers 4-8. and eight. We differ on a couple of games, 
But the over-under and wins for Indiana is four. I guess we're not touching that, are we? No, I don't believe so, Jonathan. All right, let's go with Louisville now. Why not? We're uh, just cruising along here. Uh, the Louisville Cardinals uh, will open. By the way, their over-under is six and a half. I love it when you get a hook because that way you're either going to win or lose. There's no push involved here. Six and a half for Louisville. They open up on a uh, on September 3rd, 8 o'clock on the ACC Network, a Saturday night game on the road at Syracuse. You want me to go? Go ahead. You go first. Uh, Syracuse over under again is four, I believe. Let me relook at that because I could be wrong. No, it's four. This is a, this is a make or break game for Scott Satterfield, in my opinion. Uh, you got to get off to a good start. A lot is not expected of this team, but what is expected is win enough games to get to a bowl game. And if you don't beat Syracuse, guess what? You're going to have a lot of trouble getting to a bowl game. So I'm going to take Louisville here. Uh, I'm I'm drinking the red juice here. I went to the press conference. Oh, red rage. Uh, you know, they they always talk at these media days like it's uh, this is the best team we've ever had. I drank a little bit of the juice. I'm going to take Louisville in the opener. I'm going to take Louisville in the opener too, John. I think uh, Syracuse has just struggled over the time. It's hard to go to Syracuse and play in that big old Carrier Dome, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Central Florida on the road, UCF. I can't find their numbers. There it is. Over-under for UCF. Eight. Nine and a hook. Wow. That's a bunch. This is a revenge game for the Knights as well. Uh, they should have beaten Louisville last year. Made a terrible play. Louisville got an interception return for a touchdown at the end of the game. I'm going to take uh, Central Florida here. I'm going to take the boys from that, Central Florida too, John. By the way, that's a Friday it. night game on the road. So uh, that makes it even more difficult in my opinion. By the way, what was the uh, Syracuse spread? Did I get that? Uh, I can Louisville is that. three and a half over the uh, orange there. On that the opener. That's what I have, too. All right, game three, home opener for the Cards. A Friday night. Boy, I hate that they interfere with I high school football. Too. But a Friday night at Cardinal Stadium. The Seminoles come in. It, this is not Bobby Bowden's Florida State, no doubt about that. But can the Cards beat a team that they were picked to finish ahead of in the uh, Atlantic Division? Of the ACC. Unfortunately, I'm going to take the Seminoles, I think, in a close game. I think it would be a great Louisville crowd, especially if they've won especially if they won the first two games. And uh, that would dictate how I feel. But I just think that Florida State's going to be improved. And it's going to be a tough game. But uh, I think the Cardinals come up short. We've seen this, and I'll put on my hypothetical hat here. What if Louisville loses the first two games? What kind of crowd shows up on a Friday night for Florida State? I still think a pretty uh, yeah, good just because it's Florida State. Me too. If it was Virginia, no. Yeah. But it's BC Florida State still in. Florida State. We yeah. stood out in the rain the one time. We did. I and stood it was in fun. the overtime, yep, with my poncho on. And unlike uh, Kroger Field, we, you can buy beer. So uh, people will show up. You buy a drink there, too. Uh, Central Florida at home, or South Florida, excuse me, on the 24th. The Bulls. The Bulls. Orlando Antigua no longer coaching there. Um <laughs> South Florida, Charlie no longer there either. Yep. South Florida, that's an easy win for the Cards. Right? I'm taking Cardinals all the way. <coughs> got a uh, right got a Cardinal in my throat there. Maybe yeah, I'm fruit, taking the Cards as well. Uh, tough road game, conference road game at Boston College, October 1st. Problem with this one, when I look at this, I think they always have trouble in Chestnut Hill. They all, for whatever reason, they never show up at Boston College. 
What do you got here? I was thinking exactly what you're saying, John. So that was my going to be my reasoning for Boston College. It's a dreary place. It's not a big place, and nobody plays well up there. And I'm going to go with uh, just a methodical Boston College win. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, with a Boston College win as well. And for all the reasons you just said, m- miserable. It'll probably be rainy. It'll probably be a noon game because of all the other good games in the ACC that week. Um, you know. Just something about Boston College. And BC, by the way, six is their over-under. So this should be a fairly evenly matched game. Uh, then you go to Virginia on October 8th. What's their over-under? Uh, I know who I like in the game, but I bet Virginia's is pretty high. Seven. Seven? Not as high as I thought. I would have guessed eight, but a Virginia team, I was at the Louisville-Virginia game last year. It, and all these game quarterbacks are back, too. Yeah. Mendon, is it? No. No. Bronco Mendenhall's the coach. Coach. But, but hey, all these you. quarterbacks are back. Virginia, one of the teams that stole a win stole from Louisville last year. Win. No two ways about it. I mean, you can't get outscored whatever it was in the fourth quarter, 28-7 to or 24-3, to whatever it was. You can't do it. And they did it last year. Now you got to go on the road. This is a tough matchup. I like Virginia. Yeah, I do too. I hate to say it. Ed, mm-hmm. Ed's going to, by the way, Ed's got him winning. I'll tell you no, early. He's got, to. he's got him winning nine or 10 games. At least. Something like that. So we're not going to get there, I don't think. After a bye week, back on the 22nd, Pitt Panthers. All of a sudden, a ranked team. I know Kenny Pickett is gone, but it's still a ranked team at Cardinal Stadium. Who you got? Only reason I'm taking Pitt because I cannot believe Pitt is 17th in the country. So they must have they must have a good team because Pittsburgh does not show up in the top 20 unless there's a reason. So I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh, and that, I think it's gonna be one of those close games that Louisville could pull out. Yeah, I'm gonna take the red drink the red Kool Aid here, and I'm gonna take the cards to uh, do exactly what you said there. Pull it out in the end. All right, we'll take a break. We'll finish out the Cardinal schedule. We'll give you UK as well in the final segment. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. On the big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke has joined me as we break down. The games for the four uh, teams that we think are important. No, no offense to Western Kentucky, but uh, we're breaking. We broke down Purdue and Indiana. We both got Purdue eight and four. We both got Indiana four and eight. We got a couple of games uh, in each, each right. roster, each uh, schedule different there. But we're halfway through Louisville. Let's finish this out, uh, Tony. Uh, we've uh, gotten to October 29th. Wake Forest, another ranked team, comes to Cardinal Stadium. They're ranked twenty second. Cardinals upset Wake Forest this year. Now, Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman is hurt. Out for a while. He may be back for this game. Could be. Possible. I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals against Wake. It, it, one of those games would be a shootout. It's always a shootout, and I think it's the one that the Cardinals steal. I'm going to take Wake here. Now, this is the back-to-back home games. I've got cards beating Pitt and losing to Wake. You've got the cards losing to Pitt and beating Wake. So, either way – uh, we got them going one and one in that two-game homestand. The homestand continues on November fifth. James Madison comes in, and before you poo-poo it, James Madison has been very competitive uh, forever. Yes, that is a good. Uh, is it FB? 
S? Oh, they're they're Division One now. Oh, they are Division. Yeah, they're in the oh, Sun Belt. They're in the Sun Belt Conference now. That, I, they're, they're a dangerous team. They are. They've been good. They, they have been really good over the years, and now they're de- moving over. It kind of reminds me of Bellarmine in basketball. I still got Louisville winning this game. I do too. All right. Uh, at Clemson, any reason to talk about it? We can move on. All right. Uh, a couple of losses there. NC State at home. This is a huge game. Devin Leary is projected as the uh, first team All ACC quarterback. Uh, he's back, 10 starters back on defense. I made it clear uh, yesterday that this is my pick of the year, over under eight and a half wins for, or nine and a half for NC State. Tough way to end the season with Clemson and uh, NC State back to back. I've got to take eight and a half, by the way. Got to take NC State. I, I think they're going to be really good this year. They're going to compete with Clemson to win the whole thing. And then uh, Louisville at Kentucky, uh, November 26th. Uh, does, do, does the trend continue of Kentucky with a rousing victory? Boy, you got to go back to Lamar, don't you, for the Cardinals to to beat the Cats, and I, I think the Cats are going to have a good year, and that's uh, I think that's going to be a tough game, especially on the road. Wow, I'll take, the, I'll take the Cats. Tony, you got Louisville four and eight, and I got them five and seven. It's just how it works out. I mean, no no reason to pick it that way, but and I, I've been normally Six and a half wrong. Is the over under. Uh, it looks to me like they that three game stretch where they got Pitt, Wake, and James Madison. They got to win all three of those games. I think so because the last two games are going to be unbelievably hard to win in my book. And you've got to take care of business at Syracuse uh, and maybe get that win at home against Florida State as well. So yeah, you need that Florida State six win. Uh, is is get you to bowl game. And this year they got the great recruiting class coming in the following year. Just get to a bowl game. Well, you don't want to. Stymie the momentum. Yeah, I, I think their defense will be a little better, but Malik Cunningham's going to have to win games for him, I think. I mean, he's been really, really good. Yep. And that's what can maybe win a game here or there we didn't pick. But I, I just think it's going to be tough. I, I think the ACC is going to be better than it has been recently, and uh, it's going to make it hard on the cards. All right, we got to go quick here. Yep. we got about uh, seven or eight minutes left. Uh, Kentucky opens at home. Miami of Ohio, 7 o'clock game on ESPN+. Plus. Kentucky is a 20-point favorite in this game. Miami of Ohio picked to win their division in the MAC. Yeah, MAC, MAC teams uh, have always given Kentucky trouble, but I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Cats in the opener. Kentucky's ranked 20th in the coaches' poll, 21st in the AP poll. you got to take care of business against MAC teams, or nobody's going to take you seriously. No, you're exactly right, John. Uh, at Florida, huge game here. You go to the Swamp for your first conference game on uh, September 10th. Florida not ranked, Kentucky ranked 20th. Yeah. When have you seen that to start a season? Scary uh, game. Scary game. I'm taking the Gators in the swamp. Uh, look, Billy Napier knows what he's doing, new first-year coach. Hopefully, if you're a Big Blue Nation fan, hopefully they're not ready yet. They're not quite ready to be Florida again, but I think they are. I'm I think gonna, the confidence Kentucky Florida. will have, they probably we don't know if they'll ever have Chris Rodriguez or when they'll have him. Uh, I'm still going to go with Kentucky because I think it's early enough in the season that Florida's the opposite. They need more games to be ready to go. And I'll take the Cats in the swamp. Youngstown State, by the way, one of only four road games for Kentucky this year, uh, that Florida game. Youngstown State. Stoops can't lose to his to his hometown you, team. You can't do that. Northern Illinois, by the way. They'll be good. Pick to win their division mm-hmm. in the MAC as well. But I go with the same philosophy. If you're going to be taken seriously, you got to beat Northern Illinois. Agreed. So you got the Cats 4-0. I got them 3-1 with a loss uh, in, um, in at Florida. 
Gainesville, I believe is uh, the town. Uh, second road game of the year happens on October 1st at Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, they came to, to Kroger Field and beat Kentucky last year in a, in a great game. Who you got? This is the stretch part Ole of the Miss season. Ole Miss is ranked, by the way. These four games for the Cats determine how good they're going to be. And I, I really want to take Ole Miss, but I think after – you know what? I'm going to pick Ole Miss in that game. Yeah, I am too. Um, this and I, I talked to Keith Farmer about this yesterday, Tony. He said Kentucky's going to be a defensive team. Um, so you're going up. You, you got your offense against a not good Ole Miss defense, but a Ole Miss explosive offense against a Kentucky defense that's supposed to be one of the best. I still, I still got to go with Ole Miss uh, for some Tough reason. On the road, for some reason I, I have to too on the road. All right, these next two games are must-wins. South Carolina, Mississippi State, both at home, both unranked. Um, you got to win these games. Kentucky's yeah. own South Carolina. I still think they will. Yep. And uh, I'll take the Cats at home against the Gamecocks. And I'll take the Cats at home against uh, South Carolina and Mississippi State here. Again, If especially if they lose at Ole Miss, all of a sudden, you know, that could the focus changes. And you, you've got – these are now must-win games. Uh, and even if they don't lose, if you want a challenge, if you want that Georgia game to mean something, you got to win these two at home. And Kentucky always struggles against Mississippi State. Seems like it doesn't it. matter where. But I'm going to take Kentucky with you, John. After a bye, the uh, Cats go to Knoxville on October 29th to take on the hated Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, Tennessee came to Kroger Field and took Cats behind the woodshed last year. Well, Kentucky came back and had they a chance. Did. They, they th- did. Tennessee scored like every time they had it in two plays. Sure felt like it. And Kentucky had to go down and drive. And actually, Kentucky came back. They had the ball, an opportunity to win that football game. But at Tennessee, I'm going to take Kentucky, John. All right. I'm going to take the Vols here. Just It's one of those um, charts that you use in horse racing. What do you call that, Tony? Past performance charts? I agree with you. You go to I know they've won in Knoxville recently, but you go down there, it is hard to win, especially if you're a Kentucky Wildcats. I'm kind of using – the same logic with Florida as well. So that'll be uh, my third loss for the Cats. I don't like uh, saying that, but that's what I've got. At Missouri, uh, that's the road game that looks to be the most winnable. And that scares However, you a Kentucky fan. Missouri always seems to give this this uh, Kentucky team trouble. I'm going to take the Cats, though. Yep, I am too. I'm going to have that. For me, that's their only road win of the season. Vanderbilt comes to uh, Commonwealth slash Kroger Field. Um, I know the head coach down there, Clark Lee, is talking his team up and, and all of that, but it's still Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's not been good. Kentucky has had no issues with the Commodores uh, the last few years, so i got to go Kentucky here. Good grief. No problem. No problem. Uh, Georgia at home. All right. First of all, Georgia's over-under is 11. Secondly, they're the defending national champions. Champions. And I understand if you're Mark Stoops and you're Kentucky, you, this is the golden egg. This is the team that you're aspiring to be. You want to be Georgia. You, and in order to be Georgia and in order to play in Atlanta, you got to beat Georgia. Any chance here? There's a chance. Well, there's always a chance. And I, I like it if, I mean, I, I'm looking down at my picks, John. I'm like, I can't believe I've only got Kentucky losing one game. There's going to be a loss in there somewhere. But, Georgia, if this Kentucky, is not if, as automatic as no, it used to and, be. And if Kentucky can do kind of what I was picking, which I, I don't think they'll be at that record, then this game is just off the charts for Kentucky. They have not been able to play well in games that were like this. 
and I'm going to pick Georgia, but I think it would be a closer game than if Kentucky's having a great year to be a close game. If but Kentucky's it, nine and one going into that game, it's crazy. I mean, don't go to Lexington if you're faint of heart. Don't go to Lexington. Is all I can tell you because that'll be a crazy day in Lexington. Uh, we'll finish the uh, season at home against Louisville. We already picked this one. Here's the Kentucky, the Big Blue Nation fear, and the Big Blue Nation. I love them, Tony. They always have fears. Going to beat Georgia and then lose to Louisville. I think most if I said would to, take that. to a Kentucky fan right now, you have to win one of these games. Which one are you taking? I think How many are saying Georgia? A lot. Because I think more they than fifty percent. Yes, because I think the thought process is if we beat Georgia, then we are good enough to win the SEC East, and we will play in the. But SEC the fear, team. you know, the fear. Oh yeah. Oh no, Louisville. They're playing bad. Louisville uh, needs this win to go to a bowl game. But it wouldn't what affect you in the scenario? SEC championship. It if doesn't affect Georgia. that, but uh, it affects a lot of things because you lose that game. And then let's say, let's just devil's advocate here. Let's say you beat Georgia. Let's say you win the East. You're going to play Alabama in the SEC championship game, and, then you, lose and you lose to Louisville. That would be that would be rough on you. Uh, now you have to beat Alabama to go to the. Playoff because people would be complaining, wouldn't they? If you're picked, if you're even picked to go to the playoff, wouldn't be, people be complaining, wouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. Oh, we lost to Louisville, and we went to finally got to the SC championship game, and Alabama yeah, killed us. I'm in Atlanta, but Louisville oh, beat us geez. last week. All right, so you've got. I cannot uh, believe I just ten did that. Two. There's no way. <laughs> Anything you want to change? I can't let you change. They're going to lose. They're going to lose an SEC game in that stress of I, I picked old, old Miss to win that. That's uh, the one. South Carolina. No, no, you, no, no, I know, but yeah. South Carolina, Mississippi State, Tennessee, they'll lose a game in there. But yes. I had picking them straight up, I had to pick them in those games. I think they'll be nine and three, even though I picked them ten and two. I got eight and four. Uh again, the the three road losses at Florida, Ole Miss, and Tennessee, those are nothing to sneeze at. Those are all good teams, great programs, and a loss to Georgia. Look, eight and four is still pretty good for this really program, good. although I don't think Mark Stoops believes eight and four is good right now. And that's what you want your I coach know. doing and I, your program doing that. What do you make out of the Cal Stoops? Um, I don't even know what to call it. Issue, tiff, spat. The only bad part about it, John, would other schools could use that in recruiting against Kentucky football. That's the only bad thing about it because all of it is publicity. All of it's talking football right now. All of it's talking basketball. And that's where I fall on that. Keith brought up a good point yesterday. You don't have to have a press conference. You just have to get together, maybe take a picture of each other Goodbye. with their arms around each other, with Cal tweeting out, look, I pull for these guys. Like I said in this interview that when I stuck my foot in my mouth, I still said, look, I want these guys to win a bunch of games and go bowling every year. Yeah, oh, he supports all that, and he is a backer. And he's a guy that helps those he's programs. He's been to games. He just talks His too much sometimes. Yeah. And and I as a as a half Italian person, I take offense to the fact that he said that's the Italian in me. Oh, jeez. Because I'm not like that. No, you're nothing like that. Thank you, Tony. Yes, grumpy old man. Uh, that's mean. Uh, Cameron Smith going to the live tour. Yes. Is he going to wait till after the playoffs? Yes. No, He's I, not I, playing I, this you, week. Wouldn't you? A, yes. I don't understand why any of these guys didn't wait. Yeah. If you were top thirty, or even top fifty, in the FedEx Cup points, they're still going to pay you. You know what the FedEx Cup Trophy is ten million dollars. Yep. So Go why not it. try Go to win it. the ten million and then take your fifty or hundred million? I like that. Ed Peak joins me in studio tomorrow. Thanks to Tony, Lou, and Jim. We'll see you then.
Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.